You are listening to the ABC Business Show, where we help entrepreneurs make their dreams a reality. Here are your hosts, Kerry, Elise, and MJ. Disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the hosts and guests. The information provided in this podcast is for general informational purposes only and should not be considered as professional advice. Hello, welcome to podcast 67 of the ABC Business Show. My name is Carrie and I am joined with my co-hosts MJ and Elise. So uh, MJ, you shared with us a book you were reading last week. Elise, what are you reading at the moment? I'm actually still reading Keith Cunningham. (laughs) You said it was a small book. Are you reading it 10 times? I haven't really, but it's the ultimate blueprint. Insanely successful business, so... Okay, so today I am going to be talking about, uh, actually, I'm not kind of, let me rephrase that title. The title is, I do my own bookkeeping, I hope I'm doing it right. So that is maybe a thought that many business owners are having. So that is what we are going to talk about today. Great. Do you have a quote for today? I do. It is from career coach Ryan Kahn of the Hired Group. And master your strengths, outsource your weaknesses. So I'm going to say it was kind of, I was struggling to find a quote for today because when I was looking up kind of people doing things that aren't in their strengths, it was talking about how sometimes you have to just do things and get on and do it. And it's kind of like, there's always been a lot of that thought around just figure out how to do it, get it done kind of thing. And I think that is good to an extent, but then I think there's also a line when you, and I'm I'm sure you coach on this all the time as to when it's time to let go. So it was it was interesting to find a quote for the day because I was kind of like, which direction do I want to go on this? Yeah, it's almost the law of diminishing returns, right? If you try to yes. muscle through something, when your business gets to a certain size, it really is taking away from the things that really are your wheelhouse and are very, very your highest and best use. So there becomes the law of diminishing returns. Why you putting that time in to muscle through your bookkeeping and probably do an average job could be so much better spent having doing something that you're really good at that impacts your business at a higher level and then just outsource it. I absolutely coach on that all the time. All right. So Carrie, why do you think so many business owners try to do their own bookkeeping? I think in the beginning, they're trying to save money, which I totally get. They're starting out a new business. There's money going out left, right, and center. Uh, I think sometimes people think it will be easy. Um, There's a a lot of people that think, well, bookkeeping is just two plus two, and I know that that equals four. And so if I can add up, then I can do bookkeeping. I think that is just necessarily that they are trying to do something that they know they shouldn't be doing. They just think they should be able to do it. Um, And then they know that it needs to be done. And so they try to get it started, don't know what they're doing, but they're still telling themselves, well, I need to do this. So I think that's why they try to start out doing it themselves. They do. And in the beginning, when a business is small, it is kind of easy. I mean, really think about that. When your business is really small, your expenses are small and you're... Mm, That's a loaded question, MJ, because there's a lot Mm -hmm. of other stuff depending Mm -hmm. on the industry, but we'll get into that. Okay. Well, good. Well, good. I'm glad that you challenged me on it because I probably think like a lot of our listeners think, well, it's just a small business. It's just a few items. It's just a little bit of expenses. And then the next thing you know, it's like a train that started moving. And at first it's so slow, you don't know it's moving and getting out of control. And then all of a sudden it's speeding by, right? And their business all of a sudden grows to a point where, wow, they they should not be doing the bookkeeping. That's a tough one. That's a really tough one. The only uh, career outside of what Carrie and I do that I've seen be able to handle it is engineers. 
So they think with formulas and they understand numbers. So Mm -hmm. that's a really good thing. But Carrie, I hear these all the time as well. Business owners think they're doing it right, yet end up making unknown. That's the most important thing, unknown mistakes. So exactly. And that's what kind of is so hard to try and get people to understand is that they think they're doing it right because they just, you know, they don't know any better. You know, think about that phrase. You don't know what you don't know. And when yeah. you think about what that is really saying, it's just kind of like, you don't know what you do. It's one of those phrases that you have to stop and think, like, what does it actually mean, right? That's very true. You don't know what you don't know. And that's where you get in the biggest trouble. And yeah, and that's bookkeeping is a perfect example of this, that like we said on the surface, it can be you know fairly straightforward, but it depends on your industry. If you're in construction and you're doing different jobs and you're trying to do job costing and you're purchasing equipment, which now becomes a fixed asset that doesn't appear on your P&L, that's when it gets complicated. If you are just selling a service and it's you doing the service, you're charging your client for it, they're paying you, you're paying for office expenses and subscriptions, you're paying those, then yes, it can be straightforward. But not every industry is like that. And so everything, you know, it can get very complicated very quickly, depending what industry and what kind of things that you're spending your money on. Um, Like I said, not everything is an expense. Sometimes it's an asset. Oh, can you expand on that, Carrie? Sure. So Think about your profit and loss. It's a, it's an income statement. It's got your income on there and it's got your expenses and then it's showing what your net profit is. But some of those costs that you have in your business aren't necessarily going to appear as an expense on the profit and loss. They're going to appear on your balance sheet. And that's where people get confused because they don't understand the whole double entry bookkeeping because you know software like QuickBooks is amazing, but it's doing the double entry in the background. So every time you enter an expense into QuickBooks, It's doing a debit into one account and doing a credit into another account. But you don't see that because that's, you know, that is the amazing thing about QuickBooks. It's all just done for you. You know, back in the day, I remember when I first started bookkeeping like 20, we'll just say 20 odd years ago. And, (laughs) you know, we had a sales book where we recorded the sales. And then we had a different book where we recorded the money, you know, going into the bank account. And that was the double entry. You know, I had to do two entries to record that one thing, but QuickBooks just doesn't. And that's why I think people have this misconception that they can just do bookkeeping. But when you buy a fixed asset, you buy a piece of equipment, you buy a truck, whatever that might be, and you're going to make that an asset in your business, then it doesn't go on the P&L. Uh, and that's just where people get confused. When it comes to the assets and liabilities, that's a whole different ballgame. That's so true, Carrie. You know, that's what we see a lot and we fix a lot. But understanding, um, you know, the business owner from their viewpoint, I see this as well. And it's not really their fault. They're doing it incorrectly because they just don't know that function. Mm -hmm. They do know their business. They do know their numbers. But this function may be out of their wheelhouse. So what would you advise business owners to do, Care? So I get it that when people are starting out in a new business, that they're trying to save money totally understandable I get that and they're trying to do as many tasks as they can themselves just to keep the money in the business but bookkeeping can become one of those tasks that can end up costing you money as well and so what I mean by that is if you you know categorize something incorrectly you may be missing you know a tax deductible expense and then you're ending up paying too much in taxes 
uh, you know, it might be something that maybe you had bought yourself on your personal credit card by accident, and you don't know how to get that into the business books. And again, that then is, you know, a missed deduction. You know, as accounting professionals, we know how to pull that into the business. You know, we're talking about journal entries and journal entries are something that people just kind of look at you like deer in the headlights when you start talking about that, because that goes back to that double entry. So, um, and then you start talking about depreciation. I mean, depreciation is just one of those aspects that you require a tax professional to correctly calculate the depreciation on an asset because there's different types of different ways of calculating it. There's different periods of time. And then there's you know tax implications with that as well. So, you know, it's one of those things where there's just so many areas to make mistakes, but it's not that you're making them intentionally. It's because you just don't know. That's true, Carrie. What would you suggest from here to them? So my recommendation is that you speak to an accounting professional and a tax professional sooner rather than later. If you, Even if you can't afford to hire somebody to do all of that task right there and now, then at least get guidance from someone. Maybe have them checking everything, what you do every quarter. You know, We've got a couple of clients that we do that for. They're just starting out. They're not hitting six figures yet and annual revenue. So we're just checking quarterly what they're doing. Maybe reconcile the bank for them and then review everything just to give them that peace of mind it's being done correctly, but they're doing all the day-to-day stuff. But from having talked to us about it, they've got that peace of mind like, okay, I know my books are still good, even though I'm doing it myself right now. Yeah, I'm so glad you mentioned that because as a business coach, I encourage my clients to hire an accounting professional as soon as they can. But knowing that somebody you know would be able to just do it quarterly to start, they could be hiring them sooner than that. So that's great. So, so I love that you said that, MJ, that, you know, you're recommend, you're encouraging your clients to do that. Can you share your reasons for why you say that to your clients? Yeah, yeah. Because it all comes down to your highest and best use, right? When you first start your business, you do everything. You're a one-man band and you're taking the business, you're marketing the business, you're delivering on the business, you're handling the books, all of that. You're a one-man band. And you're never good at everything. I'm sorry if somebody out there thinks that they are great at every aspect of their business. I'm here to tell you it's not true. And I'm sorry to tell you that nobody's perfect, right? (laughs) So the fact of the matter is there's going to be things that are in your wheelhouse and things that are not in your wheelhouse. And like I mentioned before, you're going to muscle through those things that are not in your wheelhouse. And when I say muscling through, it feels uncomfortable. It does not come naturally. You are doing it because you have to. And so that's really what I'm saying to them. It's like, figure out those things that are not in your wheelhouse. Kind of rank things. I do this best all the way down to I do this the worst. And that's where you start leveraging things out as quickly as possible. And bookkeeping, probably the most popular thing to leverage out. And just as well for our listeners, no, it's okay that you don't know how to do everything. Thing. It's kind of like you, like MJ said, if you think you can, we can pretty much promise you don't know how to do everything, but it's okay. You know, you're not meant to know how to do everything. That's not how we're wired. It's not human. <laughs> exactly. The other aspect to this conversation is compliance as well. If people yes. do like their own payroll, for instance, they're opening up many areas of mistakes. Mistakes can be made, which also create potential liabilities for you and your company. So mistakes show up later and create a problem later, not today. 
I totally agree with that. We had one client who uh, needed to you know start doing payroll, and we told her you know to use a service like um, you know Gusto that is our payroll company of choice. And for her, it was going to be forty six dollars a month. It was just her one employee, and she was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to learn that how to do the payroll myself, and then I don't have to pay for this. And so we were going back and forth. I think we were talking on Voxer. And I was like, believe me, this $46 per month will be worth every single penny you pay every single month of the year because Gusto just handles everything. They're taking the payment. They're making the re- doing the returns. They're paying the taxes. They're paying everything on time. But the other great thing, and I know, you know Elise will definitely agree with this, you know, the IRS are going to send you notices throughout the year. Rates are going to change on unemployment. And Gusto handles all of that. So, you know, for something like that, for $46 a month, that is definitely something never, ever, ever try to do payroll yourself. We don't even do that ourselves as an accounting firm. We outsource all our payroll because there's so many areas that you can make a mistake in and it's just not worth it. Like, don't get on the wrong side of the IRS because you're trying to save 46 bucks a month on payroll. It's an investment that's worth every penny. Yeah, a business owner is probably making between 80 and $100 an hour and they don't want to pay $46 a month. Right. Wow. So instead they're going yeah. to take time away from their business, which is $80 an hour and try and do something that's going to take them, I don't know, two, three hours maybe because they don't know what they're doing. And they could have just paid $46 a month. So true. We call that cost benefit analysis. All right. So what would be your closing comments on this subject here? So I guess I would say, you know, I get it. I know why you start doing the bookkeeping yourself in the beginning. um, But it is also really important that you recognize before it's too late, when it is time to hire a professional. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be a full-time employee. You know, accounting is a great area to outsource, but it's one of those things that get it started, get it done, but know when it's time to hand it off to a professional that can really help you know your numbers and know that it's accurate and trust them and use that information to make those informed financial decisions. Carrie, that was great. I even got a lot out of today. The insight is very helpful. So what is your tip of the week? So I would say trust your gut and seek professional advice. And that if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling stressed or uncertain about the accuracy and the reliability of your bookkeeping, then that's a clear indication that it's time to start thinking about outsourcing it. So if you're laying awake at night or stressing about it during the day, that is the time to, to make the call and just have a conversation. Great. Awesome. This was so good, Carrie. Thank you. So hopefully that was helpful to our listeners. You know, we get that where you're starting out, but it's also remember you're you're on a journey and you don't want to stay where you're at by trying to do the bookkeeping as you continue to grow your business. Okay. Well, make sure you join us next week where MJ will be leading us on team coaching. So I am looking forward to hearing what MJ has to share. Don't forget to uh, make sure you are following us on Spotify and Apple. That way you can make sure you do not miss a single podcast and jump onto Facebook and go to our page, the APC Business Show. Give us a like and a follow, share it with your friends, help us to get the the word out there of what we're doing and how we're trying to help business owners to uh, grow their businesses and help them on every step of the way. So thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. 
You have been listening to the ABC Business Show with Kerry, Elise, and MJ. Make sure you tune in next week. <laughs>